Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Real Talk About Real Estate, presented by DeBrew Realty in Mansfield, Texas. Your host is Susan DeBrew. I am your co-host, Steve Pixler, and we're still talking about all things real estate. In this episode, we want to help those who are looking at homes. What in the world do you look for when you're looking at a home for the very first time? When you're finding your way through all these new properties and trying to figure out, is it the one for you? So, Susan, help us. What are we looking for? Okay. Well, that's a huge topic that you really need an agent to help you decide, like, and to discern, like, there's so many things to look for. But in a 10-minute podcast, we can give you some really good tips, though. Yeah. So, the first thing you want to look for when when you're looking at a house is- is, the house. Is the house. You have to. Get get a good address. Get it in your- (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, no, no. That's okay. So, actually, like, there's three keys to real estate, right? And they are- Location, 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 right. So first of all, does the location work for you, right? Right. Is it, is it um, in your budget? Is it a a good neighborhood for what you can afford? Um, How's the the layout of the house? How's the size of the yard? Like those are all high level things that you should be able to hit pretty quickly to say yes. You do not want to go from, you know, there to all of the nitty gritty that we're going to talk about in a moment, because if the house doesn't fit for you layout wise, Mm -hmm. location, wise you know if you have three huge dogs and six kids and it doesn't have a backyard like don't don't go into all the minutia of right. well, what does it say on right. the seller's disclosure you yeah. know yeah. because otherwise honestly you're going to look at a lot of homes before you purchase one unless the perfect one pops up like that's not common it can right. happen but it's not right. common and so you're going to have to process a lot of data mm-hmm. and you want to be able to say I don't want to have a lot of information in my head unless it's necessary. And actually, Albert Einstein, I don't know if you know this, but he wouldn't memorize anything if he had the ability to look it up. Yeah. He said he didn't want to clutter up his brain. Yeah. And I think like- you know who we know where that comes from. Hmm. Sherlock Holmes. Oh, really? Did you know that? Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, he was He was always fussing with Dr. Watson about unnecessary information cluttering his brain. (laughs) Cluttering his brain. So we're just going to go with the idea (laughs) that Einstein read Sherlock Holmes. That's probably what it was, right? Okay. Because he was smart enough. Not to story. get good it's ideas. A, it, right. it ought to be true if it's not. It's a yeah. great story. Yeah. And uh, okay, so I know we're getting off topic. We'll, we'll give an extra minute to the podcast. All right. So when uh, people would often tease Albert Einstein because his desk was so messy, yeah. like mine. Right. Yes. I always have stuff all over my desk. And um and and he and he laughed at them and he said, okay, if the sign of a cluttered desk is the sign of a cluttered mind, then tell me what is the sign of an empty desk? <laughs> there you go. Come on, Albert. I knew I liked you. <laughs> I don't have an empty mind. You can tell by my desk. It's very full. <laughs> okay. So what do so you look when, for? When you're approaching the home, mm-hmm. yes. the challenge is you're having to process so much data. Yeah. So you're mm-hmm. saying don't even waste your time on something that at a very high level, you can already rule out right. as not fitting your needs. Right. So the first thing is just to make sure, number one, does the house even fit? The, even fit? Is it even in the part of town that's going to work for your commute? Right. For where you're, you know, for schools or mm-hmm. for any of those high level? Yep. I always ask family, work, church, you yes. know, all community. Like if you have a real community that you're plugged into right. and you start saying, well, I, you know, I don't want to travel 45 minutes to get there. The house is not a good fit if it's an hour away. Right. Like it's just, right. it, it's easier to like take things off the list at the high level first and then start digging into, okay, so when you're walking into a house it meets all those other requirements now you're looking at but is this a good house Mm -hmm. and what are the things that i should be looking for so you've pulled up to Mm -hmm. the curb 
the house is in front of you. Mm-hmm. You're surveying the neighborhood. You're looking at the lay of the land, mm-hmm. sort of. And yep. now you're looking at the physical structure of the home. What are you looking for? And I think that's a great that you even pointed out, like you're pulling up to the house and look around. Like, yeah, does what, every other neighbor have their bars on their window and they have four cars, you know, on jacks? Do they mow their grass? Do they? Because that sort of thing, it gives you indications of what. And those are things you have no control over. No, you and, cannot and it, change. And you can, don't look at just the one neighbor that's right. the anomaly, right? right? Like look at the general neighborhood and what you're surrounding yourself with. And right. that's important. And um, and so, you know, HOAs are great. In the, and well, I probably should do a whole podcast on HOAs. Yeah. HOAs are great because they police your neighbors. Mm-hmm. The only problem is they police you. They do, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, okay. So the first thing you want to look for once you get into the house or once you're walking up to the house is you're looking to see is there big cracks, you yeah. know, are the windows all fogged? Like those are things that are very expensive right. items to consider. And when you walk in, if you see cracks in, in the in the walls um, or recently painted, recently patched areas, because mm-hmm. a lot of times people try to cover up issues. And so that's the other thing that a good agent's going to be looking for is not just the telltale signs like, oh, there's these vertical cracks and these horizontal cracks running everywhere, but has things been patched yeah. recently? And so yeah. that's that's the other thing to look for. Um, I often, like I have this sixth sense now when I walk into a house because I do it so much that I literally feel like I have this internal level. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, you know, and so like I live in an older home and there's little parts of my houses that aren't. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I want to yeah. get that checked. I want to get that fixed. Okay. And so and sure enough, my house did need foundation work, you know. And so but, you know, that that internal level helped me to know that. Yeah. Um, and so looking for that is important. Now, just because it has foundation issues doesn't necessarily mean it's a deal killer. Right. It does mean it does mean that has to be factored into the equation. Mm-hmm. In Texas, houses move. And so if it depends on like how bad is it? How long has it already been fixed? Is it just there's drywall cracks on the wall, but it has just been fixed and it has a good warranty from a reputable company? Mm-hmm. Those are things to, to be paying attention to. Um, the other thing is how old is the AC? That's a very expensive item. And mm-hmm. it's not just the unit sitting on the outside. It's the furnace on the inside. Mm-hmm. Is it in a closet that you can see easily or do you have to climb up in the in the attic? Like where, where mm-hmm. are these other components and how old are they? How, how well have they been maintained, if you can tell? Those are big expensive items to make sure that you're at least looking at. And again, it doesn't mean they're always deal killers if you're getting a screaming good deal. Right, right. If the agent already took into the, if the listing agent already took those items into consideration when they priced it, that that helps. If they didn't, like now you're going to have to figure that out, negotiate those repairs. You, and know, you need to know which going can in. be done. Yes. You can mm-hmm. negotiate. If you say this is just, oh, I love the bones of this house. Uh-huh. This house is just yes. what I'm looking for in layout, the neighborhood, mm-hmm. but it has these issues. Those things can be addressed. They can be addressed. We can get warranties which help. They're mm-hmm. not magic bullets, Mm -hmm. but they can help offset any uh, huge surprises Mm -hmm. uh, for at least for the next year. And you're going to have an inspector, which we've done another episode on. You're going to have an inspector Mm -hmm. go go through it with a fine tooth comb. Yes, you do. But when you're first looking through it, you know, you're not going to turn on the oven and run it for right, see if right, it makes right. temperature or run the dishwasher full cycle to make sure it actually works. But you can look for the big things. You yeah. can look for the HVAC. You can look for cracks. You can look at the hot water heater to see yeah. is it old and rusty. Um, is it Does it meet code? You know, your realtor is going to walk through and they're going to know, like, if it's a gas hot water heater and it's sitting on the floor mm-hmm. and it's inside a hall inside the center of your home, like some of the older homes, like, okay, we have a safety issue, mm-hmm. actually. You know, mm-hmm. now they make them put the hot water heater's 
18 inches off the ground. And the reason for that is that, you know, gas fumes fall. Right. And some of the older hot water heaters actually have like pilot lights. Mm-hmm. And so you have gas fumes falling near a pilot and a pilot light. And, and so it can be a safety issue. Mm-hmm. And so those are things that a good agent as you're walking through is going to point out just saying, and again, none of them are necessarily deal killers, but you have to weigh all of these things into the equation. How much were you going to be paying for the house or all these things already taken into consideration or these things we're going to have to ask for. And if there's mm-hmm. too many of them, then that can tell you like maybe this isn't the right house for you. And it also allows mm-hmm. you to grade in comparison to the other houses you're seeing. Absolutely. Have all of these things already been fixed at the one down the street, mm-hmm. but this mm-hmm. one hasn't. And they're right. trying to ask a similar price. And got a similar price. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, but this one is in some so much better condition. Mm-hmm. And some people who are going through homes, if they don't have good agents, they may not have taken all that into consideration. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's one reason why a good agent, they ha- there's so many moving parts to real estate. Mm-hmm. You need somebody who's looking out for you. Yeah. And so yeah. you're walking through the house, you're looking at all the big issues, you're looking at the structural things, and then you walk into the backyard and there's a swimming pool. So what are you looking for there? A swimming pool. The first thing I'm looking for is a crack, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want, I don't want a swimming pool with a ground moving beneath it because mm-hmm. that can, that can be huge. I'm looking to see if it's, if it's pitted, like um, they have to be resurfaced every 10 years or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, again, not necessarily a deal killer on that one. It can be done. Uh, the crack would be, um, mm. yes, they could be fixed, but I'd be asking for an expert to make sure on mm. that one. Yeah. Um, is the hot, is the heater, like if it's, if it has a spa, is the heater really old? Mm-hmm. Do the pumps what look old and rusty? Look like? yeah. yeah. And if it's, if it's green and it smells bad, you know, yeah. obviously right. like you're concerned if, even if the, the seller left and it's vacant and nobody's been checking it, like, Yes, it can still be a good pool, and they can turn green pretty quickly, but it's it's always a red flag. Yeah, yep. and here again, you're at high level. You're just mm-hmm. looking. Yep. You're, you're looking for the big stuff right now to kind of help you sort out the homes you're seeing. Yeah. So windows are very expensive. Mm-hmm. If it's just one foggy piece of glass, that's pretty cheap to replace. If all the windows actually need to be replaced, that can be tens of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. So that's something that you need to be looking at. Um, so foundation, oh, the, when I walk through the house, if you ever walk through, and you have, like if yeah. you ever walk through a house with me, like the, I'm telling the buyers, like you look at the house like for layout and does it feel like home mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking through, I'm looking for all the cracks. I'm looking, there's not a ha- there's not a room where I will go into where I'm not looking up. Mm-hmm. I'm looking up to see, is there stains on the ceiling? Is mm-hmm. there cracks? Is there something that's been patched? Does something feel um, like it's not level? Like sometimes you can actually feel like a, mm-hmm. a both on the high line as well as on the floor. And so, yeah, looking up, like, look up. Like, mm-hmm. you'd be surprised. I even tell my sellers, like, when a buyer walks through your house, they're going to look up and you may not clean the ceiling fans. Like, right. that may right. not be a, an item that the buyer necessarily cares about structurally, but it sure does turn them off to think that the house isn't well-maintained. And you may maintain your house great. You just forgot to ever look up mm. and you don't turn the fan on and there's yeah. three inches of dust up there. Um so when you're going through all of that, the other thing that you might want to consider, depending on the area, is what kind of utilities are available. Because mm-hmm. if you're looking out in the country, you may not have a choice of electric electric companies. So you might need to know that. Mm-hmm. You might need to know if there's really internet available mm-hmm. or what does it take to get internet, internet yeah. out there? Is it a satellite? Mm-hmm. Um, it, some neighborhoods will not allow gas. Mm-hmm. Like this is a safety thing. They just don't want gas, which is sad because I love gas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if they do allow gas, is it propane? Is mm-hmm. it natural gas? 
if there's a uh, on-site sewer, like if there's not city sewer, um, then what kind of a septic do you have? Is it aerobic? Is it a tank? Mm-hmm. And so these are all questions to ask. And um, so to answer some of those questions, I'd be asking if you really love the house, ask your agent to check and see if there's a seller's disclosure or a survey available for the property because those can give you some really good information. And a lot of that information is made available when the house is listed if you got a good agent Mm -hmm. yeah now we can't make the seller fill it out ahead of time like we always ask we and if they don't give it to us right away we ask and we ask and we ask yeah um but it's ultimately it's the seller's job to fill it out an agent cannot do it for them but the moment we have it we have it up online so you mentioned hoas there's Mm -hmm. also these little things called muds and pids oh yes (laughs) so so what (laughs) is that and explain how that might be good to know when you're first looking at a property it's very good to know and actually if the house you're looking at isn't a mud or a pid and mud is municipal utility district and pid is a public improvement Improvement district District, okay yeah that's right and so what that means is it's going to cost you more money (laughs) there you go (laughs) bottom line (laughs) so they show me the money (laughs) show me the money so in addition to your regular mortgage payment there's going to be extra costs that are associated and your lender will need to know this because it will affect your ability to buy Mm -hmm. but um there are actually assessments and there there's a certain amount of money over a certain period of time so it's not always going to be forever that you'd have to contribute toward this but uh, municipal utility district is typically a new development um, a, a community can decide to put in uh, some kind of development and do it that way as well but typically what I see is like you have a new neighborhood going in a new area and they need to put in the utilities and the streets or whatever mm-hmm. and so there's an assessment that every homeowner pays and contributes to that yeah. and so you need to know if you're buying in that area that that's that that's happening and the same with a public uh, improvement district you actually uh, did a little homework on that mm-hmm. recently you want to share what you found out yeah well it's basically publicly initiated or it's initiated from a city mm-hmm. versus the other being private right. even though it's still a a corporation like an HOA but it's still the developer does the mud a city does the PID, PID. and they will actually impose costs is it on feel that any different to the buyer to it's the basically show me the money regardless <laughs> yeah it's yeah. just going to different places and it's yeah. initiated from a different you know from a different source mm-hmm. yeah and but so still bottom line is it's going to cost you more money for the house yep yeah. and so if you are looking at a house that's in a mutter pit you need to know one how how much is the annual assessment for that mm-hmm. and how many more years would you have to pay because if somebody say if there was a 12 12 year bond and it's 10 years in you're only looking at two more years and yeah. sometimes like no what if it's the first year of a 12 year bond like yeah. that really like those are important questions to ask when you're viewing a home yeah and of course an HOA tends to be in perpetuity it's something you're going to do yeah, from now on. do that on. forever. You have yeah. to know if it's in an HOA and what are the requirements um, and, and what are the costs. And they vary so wildly. Ooh, so yeah. like I just showed a house that the HOA was a hundred bucks for the year. Like what the heck? <laughs> and then you have, you go to other yes. HOAs and they're like, you know, 1200 bucks or, or it can get really expensive. Oh for, yeah. For and and more than that. So oh, a lot yeah. of it will depend on what services are they providing. Right. Um, there's actually mandatory and we should do a whole podcast on, on yeah. HOAs. Yeah, there's should. mandatory HOAs where you have no choice. If you're going to buy the house there, you have to join the HOA and pay the dues and abide by all their rules and they can foreclose on you. If you don't, yes. there's voluntary HOAs where you can pay and can contribute if you want. And those are usually like for a little community events mm-hmm. and parties and cleanup right. or whatever. Um, but you don't have to. And then there's a lot of homes, uh, especially older neighborhoods that have yeah. no HOA at all. Well, and you hear a lot of horror stories about HOAs, but in truth, they actually do help in your property values and just mm-hmm. a lot of great communities. They're actually a good, like my HOA, for example, 
it's fine. They've yeah, never so been overly controlling yeah. or whatever. They do great making our entrances look mm-hmm. good and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I have a great experience with HOA. You hear other people tell a lot of horror stories. So I do think that would be a so great I, episode. I think that's a good episode. All by itself. Yeah. Thank you for giving us ideas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So you've driven up to the house. You've looked at the outside. You've kind of walked around. You're not going to be climbing up on the roof, but you are eyeing it from a uh-huh. distance. You're yep. looking at the bricks around the house. Mm-hmm. You're kind of seeing the outside. You're seeing the layout. You're seeing the neighborhood. You're getting a feel for the home. You go in the house. You're walking mm-hmm. through. You're looking for layout. Does this feel like home? Could I enjoy this place? But then we're looking for structural Red problems. Flags, what yes. are we watching yeah. for? You've done all of that, and now it's like, ah, oh, this is my dream home. There may be a few issues, but we can get it fixed. I'm ready to put it in offer. That's when you need to reach out. That's when you need to make sure you have a good agent helping you, you walk yes. through that process. Mm-hmm. We can help you with that. DebrewRealty.com. Stop by, ask any questions, let us know how we can help. And we're going to keep talking about all things real estate.